I enjoyed his light-hearted humor, and he seemed surprisingly easy to talk to. Maybe things would be all right after all. At dinner, Jack's family was more than courteous. They seemed genuinely interested in my life back in Texas, and of course they asked plenty of questions about my father's oil business. I did my best to answer as accurately as possible, never one for giving out misleading information. When dinner was over, I was shown to my room. It was generously large, even bigger than my bedroom at home. Before I unpacked, I took a few minutes to lay across the California king bed, looking up at the cream-colored ceiling, and going over the night's events in my head. All was well so far. Jack was incredibly polite and very handsome. It seemed like he would make a good husband. While I tried to imagine how our life would be together, my mind somehow kept drifting back to Liam. He had looked so upset when I left. It was strange to be without him, without anyone that I knew from back home. Here in New York, I was completely alone. Jack and his family were all that I had now. It would be a hard thing to adjust to. Tomorrow, Jack would return to his own mansion, but I would be left at his parents' house. His parents were old-fashioned Christian Catholic and felt it was inappropriate for me to live with him before the wedding. I wasn't sure if I was happy about that or sad. From what the media had told of Jack, he had a ferocious sexual appetite. While I was sitting at home denying Liam's advances and remaining ever faithful to my one true love, Jack had been out living it up dating supermodels and movie starlets. Maybe it was better for me to stay with his parents. I was still a virgin and not sure if I was ready to be pressured into sex. His parents had the right idea. I only ever wanted to sleep with one man in my entire life, and that would be my husband. Yet at the same time, I couldn't help but feel that being parted from Jack left him open to invite other girls to his mansion without me knowing. While he seemed like a good guy, I didn't trust him on that front. He had been raised to live fast and carefree. Old habits wouldn't die easily, I was certain. The night was restless, and after trying and failing to go to sleep for over two hours, I decided to get up and step outside. A breath of fresh air would probably do me some good. As quiet as a mouse, I wrapped a robe around myself and tiptoed through the mansion to the top-story living room, which opened onto a balcony that overlooked the estate. The nighttime breeze was fresh and crisp against my skin, cleansing me of my worries as I looked out across the fields and hills behind the Kemble estate. This would all be mine some day, most likely. It was a staggering thought. Couldn't sleep? A voice stirred me, and I swirled around to see Jack walking towards me in nothing but a pair of sweatpants. The way they hung from his hips brought deliciously naughty thoughts to mind, and I felt ashamed of myself for even having them. No, I replied, pulling the robe a bit tighter around myself. 
between the flight and meeting you and meeting your parents, it's, it's all just been a bit overwhelming for me. That's understandable, he said, as he stepped up beside me, peering out into the darkness, as if he was taking in the landscape for the first time as well. It's very beautiful out here. I turned my gaze into the distance. Not as beautiful as you. The smile in his voice was apparent. It sounded like a cheesy line, but my cheeks still grew warm from the thought that he found me attractive. I sighed contently, unable to think of anything to say in reply. Are you looking forward to the wedding? Jack asked. I suppose it's, it's still a ways off. Yes, but it's best to prepare now. We're going to be married for a very long time.'